welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Good morning, dear one. This is Deb. I'm so happy to be here with you guys today to read today's devotional called Bloom Where You're Planted. And I am so sorry that this is late today and we do record our episodes ahead of time, but I have had my grandbaby, my little two-year-old grandbaby for a week and I was getting ready for her to come and stay with us before the week started and I completely forgot. And and I'm telling you guys also, having a two-year-old in the house makes me love you guys even more and remember how hard it is to be a mom. It is demanding. I did a video this week for the Mothering Monday on remember your calling as a mom and I couldn't even do it after she had woken up because she's so busy. (laughs) And so anyway, I just want to tell you guys, you're doing a great job. Seriously, you're doing an amazing job, whether you have a two-year-old or a teenager It's so easy for us moms who are empty nesters and grandmothers to forget how hard it is to have children in the home nonstop. And so anyway, I just want to tell you, you're doing a great job and and don't let the devil get you down because what you're doing is so important. It really is. You know, my husband and I were sitting outside yesterday and we were talking and we were just talking about the fact that being a godly grandparent is a calling. And I remember my grandmother praying over me as a young child. And I really feel that those prayers did something for my destiny because she was a prayer warrior and she was a firecracker. Let me tell you, she was a Pentecostal um, firecracker is what my grandma was. She was amazing. And uh, her daughter uh, was my mom. And she, my mother had a lot of problems whenever I was around 10 years old. She, anyway, she made a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of mistakes. And so my grandmother, I think, was very burdened for her daughter and her granddaughter. And so she took me to church one time and uh, she, she said, Debbie, and that, you know, that was my name when I was little, Debbie, uh, you're sick and we're going to pray over you. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't sick. And it was so funny because I remember I remember saying to myself, I am not sick, but okay. And she anointed me with oil, with the that old-fashioned, uh, what's it called, Pompeii olive oil. And she anointed me with that oil. And then she and about three of her friends started praying over me. And they were praying in the spirit. They were praying in you know, English, and they were calling down fire from heaven. I don't know. That's what it felt like. They were just, you know, just praying big prayers over me and had their hands up and had their hands on me. And I'm telling you guys, I am the only one in my family. Uh, now, I, I do have uh, one of my other family members who loves Jesus, but I'm really the only one that walks with him and is, is spends, you know, goes to church or, you know, reads Bible or lives my life 
for Christ. My sister came to Christ and then she died two years later. It was amazing that she, she came to him. It was awesome. She was an alcoholic and he completely changed her life. It was so amazing. I'm so thankful that my sister is with Jesus in heaven. But I firmly believe that those prayers of my grandmother, they changed my destiny. And that's why I'm here today. And so I don't, I wasn't planning on talking about this. Uh, it's 5.51 a.m. And, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I think the Lord wanted someone to hear that your calling is so important. Your call, whether you're a godly grandma or a godly mom, your calling is so important. So pray for your children. Pray big prayers over your children. You don't have to pray in tongues to pray over your children. That's what my grandma did for me, but you could just lay your hands on your child and you start praying big prayers. Yesterday, I was with my grandbaby and I was praying big prayers over her. She was really fussy and I was smiling and and I held her hands. I said, can Gigi pray for you? And I just started praying over her, praying blessings over her, praying for her to feel God's presence, feel God's love. And I'm telling you guys, your prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. So pray over your children that are fussy today. Pray God's blessings over them. Speak the word of God over them. You know, we we are not supposed to mess around as moms and we need to remember our calling as a godly mom is that we live differently and we pray over our children and we pray for them and with them. And so anyway, I'm going to start reading today's devotional. So let me pray and then I'll read it. And thanks for, for listening in on my little rabbit trail. I was just reminded of my sweet grandma and I can't wait to see her in heaven someday. So Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you for my sweet grandma. Thank you, Lord, for the power of a praying mama, a praying wife, a praying grandma. Lord, there is power in our prayers. And I pray for my friend. If she has a teenager that is going the wrong direction, she will remember that her prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. If she has children that are are fussing and fighting with each other all the time, let her remember that her prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. If she has a baby that isn't sleeping through the night, help her to remember that her prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. Help her to remember, God, that you love her prayers and they are powerful. So bless her socks off today. Bless her. She's listening to today's devotional. Uh, Lord, we just commit this day to you. Come Holy Spirit, we commit this time to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bloom Where You're Planted by Deb Weekly. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 20. They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. And Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And John 16 33. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. When I read the words of our Lord Jesus in John sixteen thirty three, part of me feels comforted and part of me feels concerned. The truth is we do experience trouble and heartache on this earth. So how can we live a life of faith when we experience the trouble Jesus speaks about without becoming bitter and discontent when the hard times come? I have prayed a lot about this over the years, and I feel the Lord wants to teach us to live in our season, or simply bloom where we're planted. Here's a little object lesson the Lord used to teach our family how to bloom where we're planted. 
My husband Randy grew up in the country and deeply desired a house for us on a little piece of land. In Colorado, the land is very expensive, so we had to wait for many years. Eventually, our miracle did come. We listed our home. It sold in two weeks, and we quickly had a contract on another house with land. Meanwhile, we had to move into a rental for a short time while we were in between homes. The only way that this would work financially was for us to sell some investments we had saved for 11 years in hopes of one day buying a home. All of this happened in September 2008, days before the big stock market crash. To make matters worse, my husband and I were so busy scrambling to find a rental home that we forgot to sell the stock. And you guessed it, we lost the majority of our money in the crash. We were devastated and moved into the rental, having to pay several thousand dollars to back out of the contract for the home with land we could no longer afford. But you know what? The Lord works in mysterious ways, and we ended up experiencing a season of great joy in that rental. Most of our boxes were still packed, but we hosted parties, read lots of books together, had a great Christmas, and enjoyed a simpler life. Randy and I still reflect on that time and wonder how on earth we got through it without feeling completely disappointed. I think God filled up our hearts with the joy that didn't come from our circumstances. When the difficulties began, we started praying Ephesians 5.20 together in our prayer time. They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. And this is what God did. He kept us occupied with gladness of heart. Difficult circumstances are going to arise in your life, and I would encourage you to ask God to help you to see what He wants to bring into your life at that moment. In the words of Paul, the secret of being content in any and all circumstances is this, and it's in Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. During challenging times, ask God to strengthen you and help you to bloom where you're planted. Make the most out of your life no matter where you find yourself. Open your hands to the Lord and release everything to Him. God can be trusted. Take His yoke upon you and learn from Him so you can be ready for the calling that is to come. Blessings and love, Deb and the Help Club for Moms team. Go deeper. As you think about today's study, Pray and ask God to reveal any areas of your life that you can't seem to release to Him. Write them in your journal. Ask God to help you to be content in His love and live your life to the fullest in every season with the help of the Holy Spirit. What's next? How can you bloom where you're planted in your particular circumstances? Write down three things you can do this week to make the most out of your situation. Be a good example for your children and involve them in the process. And here's a little after note here I put in the devotion. Many months after we moved into our rental, a wonderful home went to auction and we were able to purchase it. This is the house we live in right now. This house was better than the one we were going to build and it was much cheaper. We get to use our house all the time for events as well as hosting year-long interns from a local ministry. God's plan worked out so much better than ours. And you guys, our house that we live in now has this big room above the garage and we have our conferences here. And next Friday, coming up next Friday, we are going to have a leaders conference and it's going to be amazing, but we never could have done it in the first house that we were going to buy. The one that we had to uh, pay thousands of dollars to back out of our contract. And so 
God knew what was best and he knew what was coming and he knew we were going to host mom's conferences here. We have had 70 people in this house before. He knew that we're going to host leaders conferences. He knew we were going to host interns. He knew we were going to have people staying with us all the time. And so he picked this house for us. And I am so thankful because it was a whole lot cheaper than that other one. So anyway, God has great things for you. And I love the saying that says he doesn't always pay on Friday, but he does always pay. And so things may not come on our timetable, but God always has good things for us. And sometimes it seems really dark, the hard seasons that we go through, but we have to keep focusing on God's goodness and not on the things that are happening right in front of us. So let's pray. Lord, I pray for my dear one today. Thank you for bringing her to our podcast. I pray that she'll feel so blessed today by listening to today's podcast. I pray that she would have a great day. And if she is going through a hard season, that she would know that you are good and you have great things in store for her. So bless her socks off today. Give her a great day. Help her to appreciate her life. Help her to find the good things going on in her life. Even if her life is really hard right now, let her find the good things that are, that are about her life right now and bless her in Jesus name. Amen. I love you. I hope you have a really good day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.